from the country that brought you Rami Malik and Hoda Kotbi. It's a conundrum. With Sam Taha. Kif, we have a conundrum. <sighs> Hello and welcome to Sam Taha's Conundrum Podcast. I am the cute portion before the apostrophe. And if I wasn't lazy enough to do this by video, you would have been seeing my awesome new chair. Yay. The chair that I ordered like on Black Friday finally came the other day. It came in a horizontal box that I managed to put in a vertical chair position all by myself. And I didn't yell in anger or even throw a tantrum even once, which means that therapy is finally working for me. Of course, that also means that I probably did it wrong. So tune in next week when I tell you how it all fell apart and I ended up with a five-wheel chair base up my ass. But yay, new chair. And it uh, it has one of those uh, uh, lumber support pillows, which I had to Google what lumber is. I thought lumber was wood. But anyways, it's a part of your lower back. English has a lot of words for stuff. Like, just say lower back. We agreed what lower back is. Maybe lumber is different than lower back. I... If any of the fictitious listeners is a doctor, please uh, send me an email telling me the difference. But yeah, new chair, it smells amazing. I, I, My favorite thing about it is how it smells. Like every time I get to the portion where I'm sitting on my computer, I'm like, hmm, smells like hope and possibilities. I don't know. Um, it's been a busy week, all of a sudden. I went from being anxiously bored to being anxiously busy. Like in two days. Why can't you pick a lane, anxiety? Too bored gives me anxiety and too busy also gives me anxiety? Can we find the middle ground here? But yeah, busy. I started doing some stand-ups on Zoom a couple of weeks ago and it's picking up. Like I'm almost doing a Zoom every day now. And stand-up on Zoom requires a different skill set compared to normal live stand-up from the old days. You start developing the skill to look at the zoom squares and gallery mode to gauge how many smiles you got, because that's the new metric of laughter these days. If people actually laugh, then that's a killer joke. You drop the mic and leave your living room or something. I don't know, the equivalent of get off stage. But it's been going well-ish. Like I started to meet other new comedians in the field and they invite me to their mics, which leads to meeting more people and trying my jokes on fresh victims. It's been nice. I even had a Zoom show on Sunday, which was my first show in nine months. The first time returning to an audience-based stand-up after a nine months of like a mandatory break that we're all that, that I've been on, at least personally. And like I was so nervous all day. Like just as soon as I booked it, I was like, ugh which meant that my current anxiety met up with this new anxiety and they fell in love and had anxious sex then gave birth to a deformed yet genetically superior anxiety baby that gave me the, 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 the feeling of being on a flaming roller coaster all day. And I was trying to calm myself but the freak anxiety baby wouldn't stop crying. And also this was officially my first time being part of a show with someone who's somewhat known in the industry. 
So let's do a little back in time segment. When I when I started watching stand up in early 2000s, Egypt was still in its hard uh, like uh, hard disk days. It's like uh, late 56k modem era and like at the dawn of the slow DSL age where downloading a 20 minute video clip took the same time to raise a child and take him to kindergarten kindergarten. Why is there a T in this word? Isn't it kindergarten? Kindergarten. Damn you Germans. Anyways, so back in these days, whatever stand-up clips we had, we shared with each other as if we're passing down divine knowledge. Like someone has to come to my to come over to my place and like connect their holy hard disk drive to the bowels of my computer. So we had like maybe 10 or 15 clips from the Comedy Central Presents series which had people like Pablo Francisco, Gabriel Iglesias, Dad Fan, Greg Proops, and David Tell. And that was all the stand-up we had. So we basically had those memorized. Like every time I meet with my friends, when we're going out for something, we would just recite the sets back to each other. And like, ha ha ha, this, this is my favorite part. Oh, this is my favorite comedian. So when Dad Fan saw me in an open mic Zoom and asked me to come to his show, I was very excited. Like that fan from the Comedy Center Presents is asking me to be on his show? Damn, I've been discovered. Or at least that's what the buffoon inside my head was trying to tell me. Then over the next ne- the next couple of days, he's, I, I started getting bombarded by texts from him about like the rules of the show and when to log in, you have to come up for this meeting and how to invite people to the show. So like I had to take this seriously. I even went to two of his other shows on, on Friday and Saturday just to get a feel of how it's going to be like. And one of them had like 30 audience members, which is a lot, members. And he streamed it to his Facebook page. So I was like, this is serious. Like, this is a serious show. And I, uh, I have to, uh, like, uh, evolve with my anxiety even more. So on that Sunday, I woke up at 5 a.m., got my meditation and workout out of the way and came back to shave and shower and rehearse and time my set before the show. I even ironed the upper half of my shirt. Like, it's a Zoom show after all. I was still wearing sweatpants and flippers, so... But, like, see, that's the level of, of, of seriousness. It's like, just uh, iron the, the collar and, like, the, the sleeves and, like, up until, like, the, the five buttons down, that's all I ironed. And like also a couple of my friends said they would be tuning into the show and that added some chest hair to my anxiety baby who was crying bloody murder at this point. Like I, 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 don't, I don't like it when people I know come to, to shows, which is it sucks because like the only reason I'm getting booked on this show is because they know I'm going to be fresh blood and I'm going to be inviting people over and that's how they make money or that's how they grow their audience. But uh, performing in front of strangers is way easier than performing in front of people you know. There are no stakes with strangers. Like, oh, you guys didn't like my jokes? Oh, who cares? But when a, f- when a friend is in the audience, I'm like, oh, how, how am I going to look them in the eyes if the show was bad? This will definitely end the friendship and I will never see them again, which leads to the usual conclusion of like, oh, you're going to die alone. So finally, showtime. Heartbeat elevated and drum roll, please. And only two audience members showed up. And one of them was my friend. So, like, 
I wish it, I, like, the one thing that I was like, oh, maybe she's not gonna show up. She did. And that fan put me second to last on the show. So the anxiety baby was starting to develop guilt gills around its neck because now I have someone tied to their computer for an hour and a half just to see my hacky set. And the friend that came over, bless her heart. Like, bless her heart in a good way, not like in the southern condescending way. But bless her heart, she's not exactly a stand-up fan. She was, like, she just came for me. So she was just sitting there pretending to be interested in the other comics and I can see it on her face how she'd rather be waterboarded somewhere else. But hey, this was also an audition for that fan to see if I'm professional enough to do a set and not run the light and yara yara yara. So long story short, my set went well and I got a lot of smiles and some chuckles and snorts here and there. So it was fine. And after the show, I messaged my friend and showered her with like, thank yous and you're a great friend and I'll take a bullet for you and do your taxes and all of that stuff just to alleviate my guilt and show some gratitude. But for the rest of the day, I felt bad and disappointed. Of course, that was because I, I had like this expectation that I will have a bigger audience and which will lead to bigger smiles. But that's one of the stand-up lessons that never stops presenting itself. You need to manage your expectations. Every time I get disappointed after a show, it's mostly because I, I thought it's gonna go super, super good and like it's gonna be 10 out of 10. So when it's eight out of 10, which is still good, I immediately get disappointed. Well, it's, it's, it's my own problem. So remember young one, wishful thinking leads to disappointment. And that's only the 905th time that I'm reminded of that lesson. So let's see if I can apply it this week because I have a show on Thursday. Moving on. It's vaccine week. Congratulations to all the science believers out there. The amount of people that are afraid of this vaccine is so large that it's making me doubt my own sanity. People like are asking me like, oh, will you take it? Same way they're asking me, would you jump out of this flaming airplane with this 95% effective parachute? Uh, yeah. Is there any other option? I don't get it. I really don't understand what people are afraid of. So what's worse? What we're going through or taking a vaccine that, yeah, might have not been studied as thoroughly as they, the other vaccines got studied. It has not been developed in ideal conditions. I get that. But if you get the virus, you might die. And if you survive it, you might have lingering side effects. I have my own, my own mother as a living reminder of that. Some people say that their taste buds changed forever. Some people say they can't smell or taste after months of recovering from it. Some people have fatigue and mental illnesses caused by the virus. There was a Japanese-American lady who got COVID and fell into a coma. And when she woke up, she couldn't speak English anymore. The virus basically reset her back to her default settings. Who wants that? And I really wish the anti-vaxxers had like rational scientific concerns like, oh, this was rushed and there might be some latent side effects in the future. But no, it's Bill Gates 5G tracking chip stuff. They're already tracking you, dude. Try Googling something and see how your entire Instagram feed changes. I, I, I just because a couple of weeks ago, I was looking for a dog shelter to adopt a dog for my mental stability. Up until now, all of my Instagram feed is just dog toys and dog food and uh, dog vets and I don't even have a dog. 
Back in the before times when I had a job, when I used to get into my car to get to work, as soon as the phone connects to the Bluetooth, my phone was like, oh, we're going to work, right? That's what you do at this time of the day, right? So here are directions to work. Facebook is suggesting that I'm in pictures that no one tagged me in. We're already fucked. So at least with a 5G chip, I won't have to carry my phone in my pocket everywhere I go. So yeah, I'll take my chances on a vaccine that has 95% chance of working. Because I don't see the other alternative, really. It's either I'm an idiot or most people are idiots. And I really hope that I'm the idiot here because the other alternative is really depressing. And, uh, and that's it, again. Um, I don't have much more to say. So I'll go get on my jolly day, get some working out and food in my stomach and go work on my stand-up because I have a show tomorrow that I want to try new jokes in. Getting balder now. Not with the hair, balder, as in like more courageous. I want to try like to see if like, oh, these jokes are kind of, I've seen them work on other comedians. Let's see how normal people will react to them, which usually I wouldn't do. Like it would take me a couple of weeks until I'm confident that this joke is ready for normal people. So I guess that's what I'm learning from Zooms. It's just kind of like to trust some of the guts and take chances, I guess. Yeah, but that's it. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, I don't know what you're listening on, but like, like and subscribe and do all of these hacky things that people do to podcasts they like. And uh, I'll see you next week. Have a great week and happy vaccine week.